Okay, Carlos, what do you think about the name Clara? Clara. Yeah, I like that name. That's, that name sounds nice. Any girls' names that stand out to you? Okay, on the C theme, what do you think of the name Celeste? Celeste. I don't know why I have a hard time with that one. It's like the, the way it sounds or maybe brings to mind people that I knew. You knew a Celeste? I did, and I actually really liked them, but it's just I can't imagine a daughter named Celeste. Do you really like it, though? Yeah, I saw it on a list, and I thought, I like that. Hmm. Okay, rapid fire. Say yes or no whether you like these boys' names, okay? Okay. Augustine. Yes. Jude. Yes. Elisha. No. Ezra. Yes. Hmm. Lorenzo. No. Bertrand. No. <laughs> okay, you okay. ready? Yeah. August. Yes. Walt. No. Joaquin. No. Harris. Harris? <laughs> yes. Oh, Harris. Harris. No. So Joaquin means lifted by Yahweh. That's pretty amazing. And Walt means powerful warrior. <gasps> I kind of do like Walt. Is it short for Walter? But we don't have to name him Walter. You could name him Walt. Walt. Walt Alfaro. Yeah. Although that's, you need Walt a, Alfaro. Walt Alfaro. You need a bridge for that, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> Walt Alfaro. Walt that's Alfaro. a lot of like, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And the last one is Gabriel, which means man of God. Your face is <laughs> saying no. <laughs> I just don't think I can do Gabriel. Tell me why. I can't even put my finger on why I don't like it. And it makes me sad because I've, I've I know always it liked your that heart. name. Yeah, I know. It does Am I breaking break your heart? heart? Again. I'm sorry. Because Samuel was supposed to be Gabriel, but I think he's supposed to be Sam. He so. was supposed to be Sam. Yeah. God totally gave us that name. Hi, I'm Megan Alfaro, and this is the Live What Matters podcast. I don't know about you, but choosing a name can be a monumental task. My husband Carlos and I, we have three kids, and we absolutely love their names, But it sure took a lot of time and prayer and tough conversations, maybe even a few tears, before we eventually landed on Zoe Grace, Samuel Gael, and Avner Benicio. Just for the record, Carlos and I are not expecting, nor do we have any plans for more children in the immediate future, but I thought this would just be a fun way to introduce our topic today. What's in a name? You might be thinking, I thought this was a podcast about living what really matters. What's so important about a name? And it's true. I don't think we're determining our fate over whether we name our child George or William. But as we'll find out on today's podcast, it's possible names have a greater significance than we give them credit for. To help us get into this topic a little more, I've invited Judy Gary to join us. It's very interesting. If you think about it, God in the scriptures, we're told, even before man was created, he made the stars and he named them. And the angels he named, they all have names, which is fascinating because God gives names to things. They're descriptors of the person. They identify them. And when Adam was created, one of his very first jobs was to name the creatures. Why did he have to do that? 
I think it's a reflection of that we're made in the image of God. Mm. We've been given a great responsibility and honor by God to be able to name something. He, Adam named woman. I mean, it's a big deal to be able to name something or someone. So I think that we're entering into an area that's probably more profoundly significant than we realize. Mm. Names do seem to matter to the Lord. He says in Proverbs 22, a good name is to be more desired than great wealth. It's a big deal to God. He, this is amazing. He says that our names were written in the book of life before the foundation of the world. And I scratch my head and say, wait a minute. I wasn't named until I was born. But apparently God knew our names. Mm. And so if God knew our names, then he had to whisper them in our parents' ears. And if we are the parents, he's whispering them into our ears. Jesus says, "Um, my sheep hear my voice. And he calls us by name and leads them out. So I think there's a lot to a name. Mm. They tell us a lot about the person and their relationship with God. I was probably in my 20s when somebody asked me what Judy meant, and I had no clue. I had to go look it up. I didn't know what Judy meant. (laughs) What does it mean? It's from the tribe of Judah. It means praise. Oh, wow. And so it's like, oh, wow, that's that's nice. But I had no idea. I'm sure that my parents didn't intentionally name me that for for a reason, except that they liked the sound of the name. But um, historically... Our names that we pick for our children mean something, and they tell us something about the child, about the personality that we might pray for in that child, about their place of origin, where they came from, where they're going with their hopes and dreams, or even just describing what they look like. Someone the other day, I'm trying to remember what the little boy's name was, but she told me his name, and I said, I love that name. What does it mean? Mm -hmm. And she looked at me with the most puzzled expression. (laughs) What does it (laughs) mean? Like it had never occurred to her to even think of it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and it's true. We we do. We we choose names because we like the way they sound or they're popular or family. Sometimes family names. A lot of times family names can Um, fit in there too. But I do. I love the idea of the names being... Almost a prayer for a child? Almost a prayer. And I I think that's the big, big idea here is that they're almost a prayer. And if you take the first name and the middle name and put them together, too, it can really tell you something about how to pray. So I have a question for you. I know that choosing a name for most parents can often be... A challenge. Yes. And it's fun to talk with a lot of my other mom friends about it and laugh about this process that they went through trying to figure out what they wanted to name their kids and what their husbands wanted to name their kids Mm -hmm. and how they found a middle ground. Um, Maybe for those of us who are expecting children or hoping to have more children, give us some insights of how we can actually go through that process of choosing a name for our kids. I would first start out about praying, really, just asking the Lord, if this child's name is written in the book of life before the world was created, you know their name. So, hey, Lord, what's their name? (laughs) Just (laughs) ask him, ask him. And we might not even know why he wants to name him that, but we feel impressed that that's the name. Just 
So really pray about it and then watch how he leads you because I listened to Dave and, oh, I'd come up with a name and I think, this is great name, Dave. Isn't this, wouldn't this be perfect? And he says, eh. And I'm, I, have you ever felt that? Yes. It's kind yes. of like, oh, you didn't like that name? I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so listen to your husband's preference because you're doing this at, together and he's the father. And then I would really recommend looking up the meaning of the name. We did that. It was a very good exercise and prayer to look up the meaning of names. So most of us right now, as moms, by definition, already have children. And I'm guessing most of those children have names. (laughs) Yeah, I bet they do. (laughs) So how do we apply some of these principles for those of us who already have children who have names? The names were already made by God. They were given to us by the Lord. Once we start getting that in our head, that it wasn't our idea, it was his idea from the very beginning. Hmm. Once we understand that, then... Even if we've already named them and they have that name, it's not like we didn't put thought into it or that God wasn't in it. He really was. We just need to acknowledge that he's the the one who's really in control of our lives. And when we look at our children, we look at them and start to see their names as a bit of a prayer, just like you mentioned earlier, Megan. So look at your child. And even if you don't have any past history of looking at what their names mean, start to find out what they mean. And I would recommend just beginning with reference materials to look it up. Now, this can be tricky because there's a lot of name books out there, a lot of websites on the Internet that will give you the meaning of a name that is not correct. Oh, interesting. Yeah. they, They will give you a meaning that's nice but it may not be accurate. <laughs> How do I say that? It sounds good, but it may not be the real meaning of the mm. name. So I have a couple of two test names that I always check on every website. If they get these two test names right, then they're probably accurate with everything. The first one is Mary. It's such a popular name. Marie, Maria, Marian, all these names. They're popular names, but you know what Mary means? No. Bitter. Oh. Yeah. Bitter or rebellion. Either way, (laughs) it's not something you put on the mantle and say, bitter rebellion, yay. But initially you would think, whoa. But we back up and think, wait a minute. This is not a bad name. This is a good Mm, name. It's Jesus' mother's name. It was Moses' sister's name who saved his life. This is a good name, but it means bitter. And we'll talk about that in just a minute. But the other name is, is Jacob, which means supplanter, usurper, or deceiver. There's something to take home to mom. (laughs) A supplanter, deceiver. But if they will put those names correctly in a name definition book or on a website, then pretty much if those names are accurate, then you know they're just cutting it straight. They're going to tell you what Mm. the real meaning is. That's helpful. Yeah. So look carefully. Uh, There are books and online websites. A lot of names in our culture come from biblical roots. And if you go to the Bible, you can look up in a concordance what those names mean. Like Avner is there in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Um, And Zoe is a Greek word. So these are all Samuel. These are all names that are in the Bible. You can find out the literal meaning just by going to the Bible and looking in a concordance. And then there's also a great need for dictionaries, which is strange, but Look in a dictionary. If if somebody's named Joy, 
look in a dictionary and see what joy means. <laughs> or perhaps they're given a name that is in another language, and you need to look it up in another language to see what it means. You might need a uh, German-English translation dictionary. And those are online free, too. Mm. Th- those, that's where you'd go to find out the meaning of the name. So once we know the meaning of our kids' names, yeah. where do we take that? What do we do with that information? Well, I take it myself and ask the Lord how he wants me to pray for this person, what scripture applies to their lives. It may be that there's a ministry implied in that name, like Lucy, the light bearer, my granddaughter. Is she supposed to be an evangelist or a missionary? Hmm. Maybe I should pray that she really bears light and is very bright, shining luminary in her generation. Or Vera, faith and truth. As are the two meanings there. Maybe I should be praying for her that she would have faith and proclaim truth every day of her life, that she would be a, a bold proclaimer of truth. And Josh, his name means Savior, Joshua, that he would lead many to the Lord, to the Savior. So we can look at a person's name and pray for him. Okay, Judy. I have a loaded question for Uh-oh, you. Uh-oh, this could get serious. <laughs> what if we have some children, we've given them names, and we look up their names, and it turns out the meaning of the name is something maybe not as positive as we would have liked <laughs> to have seen? <laughs> oh, that happens a lot. And Well, I just mentioned Mary earlier. Mm-hmm. Mary is the most popular girl's name in history. Mary means bitter or rebellion. So you look at bitter and you think, wow, that's unfortunate that I named my child bitter. I, I really <laughs> did. But we have to stop and say, no, that's, that's wrong thinking. If God named his mother, if the woman who would carry him and bring him into the world was named Mary, and the history of Mary through the Bible has such a powerful meaning, what does he want to say to us. And I look at Mary, the mother of Jesus's life, and it was interesting that when Jesus was taken as a baby to the temple to be dedicated, Simeon came up to her and he literally said, a sword will pierce even your own soul. He knew her life was not going to be easy. He could see from God's prophetic viewpoint that her life would have pain. Mm. She had circumstances that would might have attempted her to become bitter, but she never did. So the I think the way to look at even a name that may have a negative context is to stop and say, no, how could God use that for good? Mm. You know, that you would be an overcomer mm. and that you would rejoice in everything and that no root of bitterness would ever take hold in your heart mm. because many would be defiled. So you look at scripture from that point of view, not from a negative point of view, but from a positive point of view. I, I I laugh at my own name, my middle name. Okay, so I, okay, Judy means praised, but I didn't tell you my middle name. What's your middle name? <laughs> Rebecca. So being the little zealous Bible student, I look up Rebecca. Surprise! It means a cord for hanging something, like a noose. For many years, I rejected that. (laughs) I just didn't talk about it. And I didn't really like being called a noose or a cord, a rope. It just didn't sound very romantic or sweet. And, you know, I I wanted a nice name. I mean, how can you say the praised noose? That doesn't sound good. But um, 
I came across it as I was reading scripture one day, Psalm 118, verse 27, that says, Bind the festival sacrifice with cords to the horns of the altar. And I, it took my breath away. I thought, oh, yes. I realize, wait, those cords capture the animal and tie them down to the altar. These living sacrifices are tied to the altar in the temple in, in Jerusalem. They were tied down. And I started seeing my life and thinking, I am supposed to be capturing people and helping them stay on the altar once they give their lives to the Lord. I'm called to help tie them down. And I thought, what a wonderful calling. I'm so glad I get to do this. I get to capture people, ensnare them, (laughs) and tie them to the altar (laughs) and keep them tied there as living sacrifices. And that's what I'm called to do. So I don't reject that. That's a good name. Even those names that are negative sounding may be a call to ministry. I think we need to realize that our names matter to the Creator. He's the namer. And our children's names are of great importance to Him because He actually named them. Even if we didn't realize it, He's the one who gave them their names. pretty awe-inspiring to think that God knew the names of our children before the foundation of the world, and that as parents, He gave those names to us. I hope this inspires new prayers for your children. Also, my kids love to hear me talk about their names. It's almost like it motivates them to live up to their calling. Maybe you have a story about how you named your child. I'd love to hear about it. You can find us online at livewhatmatters.org. Before we close, I wanted to leave you with a story from a friend of mine. It's just one example of how God is intimately involved in naming our kids. This is Arnie Herein. All my life, I imagined that if I had a baby, it would be a girl. I was sure of it. So for the first 24 weeks of my pregnancy, I made long lists of girl names I liked. Much to my surprise, I found out I was having a boy. After I was over my disbelief, my husband and I started to work on a name for our baby boy. He bought a book of names, but every name he mentioned didn't feel quite right. The only name that felt at home was Daniel, which is also my husband's name. I told him that I wanted to name our son after him, partly because I think the world of my husband. I love, like, and admire my husband so much, and I believe that names can impact character. Foolish or not, I felt like I was getting an insurance plan on my son's character by naming him after my husband. Also, I just like the name Daniel, but my husband was vehemently opposed to the idea of naming our son after him. Seeing how strongly he felt about it, I let it go and continued to try to visualize other names. There were two names that I was okay with, but none felt quite like Daniel. When it was still on my heart toward the end of my pregnancy, my husband reluctantly allowed me to include it in our top three names. We have a friend who has been like a mother figure to us. Her name is Paula. She is a very special person and important in both our lives. I was 38 weeks pregnant and still had no name. 
I was starting to get desperate. So I called Paula and asked her to pray for a name for our baby. About a week later, she called with a calm confidence and said, I have a name. I felt a combination of panic, excitement, and a whole array of other emotions shoot through my body when I heard her confidence. Paula wanted my husband to be there when she revealed the name. So I called Daniel at work and said, Paula has a name, and we are going to call her later tonight so we can both hear the name at the same time together. Daniel said, If Paula chooses one of the three names we have been talking about, then I will believe that this is the name God has chosen for our son. It's important to mention that the three names we were thinking of no one knew about other than my husband and I. My husband was pretty confident that the chances of Paula picking one of the three names was extremely low. We called Paula and she said, I prayed and then prayed again and every time I pray, God says, I already told you his name. Why do you keep asking? Paula continued and started describing a character. The first thing she said was, the name means God is my judge. Immediately tears ran down my husband's face. She continued describing the character of Daniel in the Bible. And that's how we knew that our son's name was supposed to be Daniel. I had felt in my heart that Daniel was my son's name from the beginning. Paula provided the affirmation we needed, especially for my husband. What an honor that my son is named by God. Arani was an executive coach before she chose to stay at home when Daniel was born. He's one and a half and seriously cute. Today's podcast was produced by Carlos Alfaro, Katie Losi, and myself. I'm Megan Alfaro. Until next time, live what matters.